Hey, no competition. Hey, no competition. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Big T, aka Terrence Tennant, founder and creator of No Competitions, No Competitors, the brand. And you are now tuned into the No Comp podcast that's sports and health, wellness, health, wellness, and sports. I always say it doesn't matter which one comes first, whichever one, you know what I'm saying, you, you enjoy most within this podcast. So, Whichever one you enjoy most, you go ahead and put first. All right, we're going to go ahead and dive into it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Today episode, we're going to be trying to discuss a little bit of, uh, you know, football. So, you know, since the NFL, uh, we're getting a little bit close to season's end. And so, you know, a little bit more exciting part of the season, which is the playoffs. Because, you know, this is a win or go home situation. Not like basketball where you get a few chances at a team. Uh, so, I think that's one of the reasons football may be a little bit more exciting so far as that aspect of the sport you know having the opportunity to just see a team win here or that's it so you know what i'm saying it, it kind of gives us that feel of teams being a little bit more desperate teams being a little bit more focused when it's time to play these games then so i think that's pretty much so far as the competitive edge that football has when it comes to the playoffs and stuff like that because you don't have really that many chances to beat this team. You got your one chance to come in, come in with your playbook, be focused, you know what I'm saying, coach versus coach, you know, players versus players. You don't have the opportunity to see these people again if you lose. So I think that's one of the the, the best things about football, you know what I'm saying, also because of it being so physical, you know, there's no no there's no way teams would be able to sit and play each other a few times. Uh in, a, in one matchup so there's a lot of things you got to understand that goes into those reasons but for those reasons it really makes uh the aspect of the sport really exciting so but we're gonna try to jump into what we're gonna be discussing a little bit today uh i do got a health wellness segment to, for this podcast today just a list something i'm gonna be talking about uh Got some, some, just some things that's coming up. Announcement about some things that's coming up. You know what I'm saying? Got some new episodes. Uh, like I'm gonna do another episode of the college football. You know, I love college football, and college football is just that content is just so much. It it, it deserves, you know, episodes and segments of its own. So, I try to do if I'm gonna do a segment, it's just so much college football that goes on in so many levels within college football that. I try to give it its own light so that way, you know, I can really go in, in detail about what's going on so far as college football. Uh, and do we got a lot of things going on with that also with it coming to an end. So I'm going to try to make sure I get an episode in so far talking about all that before it really gets crazy so far as the playoffs and stuff. Because, uh, you know, we got a lot of teams that still out here undefeated. Uh, some teams that's trying to make his way up the charts. But. We're going to try to dis- uh, go ahead and discuss what we're going to discuss today, which is the NFL. Um, of course, we another successful week in the NFL, uh, week 13. We just uh, completed that week. Got one more game today, you know, because of a lot of different things that's been going on within sports, you know. Uh, so... We got a lot of scheduling changes, uh, and that's one of the things we'll be discussing also within this episode is just some of the big changes within rules because of, you know, our situation right now with COVID-19 that affects all the major sports, not just, you know what I'm saying, football, basketball. So it's a part of 
sports right now. You know what I'm saying? Some new rules, new set of rules. You know, you got them COVID rules now. So, uh, and that, and like I said, it's affecting everybody. And just so far as the schedule changes, like I was saying, uh, I'm going to just go ahead and throw this in there, do a little side bit for this right quick. Uh, one of the big things right now is contact tracing. And that, uh, like I was saying, it affects all major sports right now. Uh, and contact tracing, uh, just to give you guys a little insight of what it is, is uh, an effective disease control strategy that involves identifying cases in their contacts, then working with them to interrupt disease transmission. This includes asking cases to isolate and, con and contacts to quarantine at home voluntarily. Uh, the purpose of this is... Uh, Contact tracing is an effective disease control strategy that involves identifying cases in their contacts and working with them to interrupt disease transmission. So, you know what I'm saying? It, like, uh, it's it's pretty much trying to limit the contact people are having, well, these players and staff are having with anybody that may have been uh, affected by this COVID uh you know what I'm saying, ordeal that we're dealing with. Also, so, you know what I'm saying, it's trying to, It's it, to me, it's a little confusing, but I understand the reasons of doing it. Um, it's, like I was saying uh, one episode before, it's a lot of adjustments we're going to have to make so far as when it comes to this COVID-19 thing, and we already knew that just so far as coming into it. So uh, we already knew, you know what I'm saying, for so far as the people that, you know what I'm saying, that's really indulged in sports and really, uh, out here so far as doing the work so far as getting the details so far as with sports you already know you already knew that coming into these seasons that it was going to be a big difference uh, just so far as just like the basketball season it, with the bubble you know so uh, but this was going to be a big part of it uh, it's just something that I feel like it's, it's really uh, becoming a big part of all sports because you know uh, a lot of times now you hear people being out or something like that, especially if you're a fan of these sports sports teams and stuff like that, you really be mad, especially if your favorite player is out on the COVID-19 protocol due to uh, contact tracing. So, and a lot, I know a lot of people just been just puzzled about what contact tracing is and stuff like that. So I wanted to try to give a little insight of what it is and, and the reasons they're doing so. So it tries to help uh, limit the contact everybody anybody's having so far as the the game so that way we're not missing a whole bunch of games and stuff like that but these players already knew coming into the season that it was going to be some changes you know the season was going to be a little awkward due to the pandemic so they was okay with it now a lot of things uh within this contact tracing that is crazy because you know we did just recently uh last week have a game with denver had to play with no quarterbacks out there so uh, that was a crazy thing right there to see. Uh, but, you know, like I said, it's all in the all in, in, in the era of making sure people are being safe, making sure the game is continuing to be safe. So I don't I don't argue with it too much, but you know what I'm saying, because I understand what the whole concept of that. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to go over some of these scores. Of course, we got another game tonight, uh, and that's the Cowboys and the Ravens that are in uh, Week 13 officially, tonight's game. 
Uh, but like I was saying, go over some of these quick scores real fast. Uh, from Sunday, we're going to start it off from Sunday. Uh, the first game we got, you had the Saints and the Falcons, 21-16. Lions-Bears, 34-30. Uh, Lions pulled that game off, you know, interim head coach. Uh, Matt Patricia, they must have been really happy he, he got fired. So, uh, to celebrate, they get, got that win. Uh, and it looked like they was going to dominate that game for a minute, but Bears was able to uh, fight their way to stay in that game. So, it was still a pretty close one, but the Lions was able to pull it out. You had the Browns and the Titans, where the Browns pretty much dominated that game in the in the first half of that game. It just seemed like the Titans was discombobulated in majority of that game. I don't know what was going on. They was able to... Uh, what most of the team should already be doing out here, load that box on Derrick Henry and try to force Tannehill to be the man, which you already knew if you was a Falcon fan, not a Falcon, but a Dolphin fan, you already knew that uh, there's not much to that. So uh, some of those Dolphin fans just, you know what I'm saying, just giving, giving you uh, – Titan fans that I like, we told you, but you know what I'm saying? They already gave him that money, so nothing they can do about it now. Uh, next game, you got the Bengals and the Dolphins. Dolphins defense uh, been doing well majority of the season. Uh, really did that thing against the Bengals. Of course, the Bengals got a backup quarterback in right now due to their rookie having a season-ending injury. Uh, but the score, 19-7, Dolphins. Uh, Jacksonville and Minnesota game, whose game was pretty close. I knew that was going to be a close game. Um, Jacksonville 24, Vikings 27. Uh, Raiders and Jets 31-28. Jets fired their, quarter, uh, their coach. Uh, something I'm going to discuss after I go over these scores also. I'm going to discuss that after I go over these scores. Trust me. Uh, one, one, of these things, one of those things I'm going to have to just really discuss so far as uh, some of these game plans that these teams and history has shown us uh, that I really don't agree with. So I'm going to discuss that after this. But the Raiders, 31-28. Coach, 26-20 over, over the Texans. Uh, L.A. in the Cardinals game was uh, – people suggested that was going to be a high-scoring game. I mean – Somewhat was, but you know, on um, 38-28 Rams, of course, took that one. The Giants, uh, who a lot of people were shocked, but I wasn't. If you go back into one of my previous episodes, I said that I told everyone that the Giants was going to be one of the teams trying to take over the NFC least. So, and as of as of so far, I've been looking right. You know, what I'm saying Giants defense been playing more than more than well lately so uh seven Giants take that one 17 12 over the seahawks eagles and green bay of course green bay takes that one 30 16 eagles just been struggling this season Carson Wentz, one of the main reasons for that uh patriots and chargers nobody's seen this happening uh apparently you know what I'm saying? That Patriots defense is back because those special teams back to making plays. They're back to making plays on their defense. Then again, I would say I don't think the defense really went anywhere. You got to consider the fact that Gilmore had went out for uh, an extended period of time dealing with the COVID himself. Also, you know what I'm saying? Last week, 
it was pretty much his first week back. So, you know what I'm saying, just getting his feet back under him. I think after two full weeks of practice, you know, that defense started feeling like themselves again, and they pretty much showed that in that game against the Chargers coming out there, not allowing them to get any points on the board. Also scoring 45, had some uh, special team plays and some big defensive plays out there. So I, I think the Patriots uh, still need some work on offense. Uh, I'm not sure what Cam issue is, but so far as the defense may be starting to roll now, so give Cam a few chances to try to get it together out there. Although, you know, they do practice, so I don't know what the issue is with Cam, but I, I guess. Uh, the next game is Broncos and uh, Chiefs, which was pr a pretty close game uh, to speak of. Uh, although, you know, Locke out there trying to do his thing. Um, Kansas City, I felt like, struggled a little bit throughout that game. But uh, was still able to pull it off, you know what I'm saying, just being at the caliber they're at. So still being able to dominate and uh, do their thing. Uh, another game from Monday. I'm on my Monday games now. Uh, the Washington and Pittsburgh game. A real surprising game there. Um, a lot of people had Pittsburgh just blowing these guys out. But Washington was able to keep up with them, that front seven. Uh, whatever, really that front four that Washington has. A lot of people been bragging about. We really, really got an opportunity to see that front four do its thing. Was able to get some pressure out there, not only allowing Pittsburgh to score 17 points. So, also it seemed like a lot of receivers for Pittsburgh was struggling that game just so far as with drops and not being where they're supposed to be and stuff like that. So it seemed like it was a lot of miscommunication. In my case, uh, I I talked about the game. Uh, not on the podcast, but I was discussing that game uh, that day. And I, one of the things I, I spoke on was that it seemed like the Pittsburgh Steelers were just playing down to their opponent's level. And what I mean by that, they, you know what I'm saying, you at a you at a, a level, but and you're playing against somebody who, you know what I'm saying, is, I wouldn't say clearly, but I would say you could see uh, throughout the season that, Washington and Pittsburgh was having a completely different season. So uh, I would say the the level of success throughout the season was a difference. So a lot of people felt that Pittsburgh had this one in the bag, but Washington was able to stick around. And I noticed throughout late in that game when they was able to stick around, the Pittsburgh continued to struggle. Um, it's hard to, once you're struggling like that, just pick yourself up and keep going. So uh, the struggles continued. They was left with 17 throughout majority of that second half. So Washington able to pull that one off. Uh, congratulations to them. So uh, also in the next game, the Bills and Niners game. Bills just straight out the gun. Just seemed like the the much better team than the 49ers came out there. It seemed like they were just doing whatever they wanted. Uh, it was it was crazy out there. Uh, the Niners, like, you know what I'm saying, they the offense still doing this thing. They were still able to move the ball up and down. But that Bills defense at the beginning of that game was just on them. So far as when they hit that second quarter, it seemed like they figured something out. And they was rolling, like, three and out. It was three and out, three and out consistently. Uh, and and Allen came out there on offense just with a purpose, come out there throwing, like, like hey, he, he had a point to prove. So the Bills really took over that game early. And from that point on, 
it was San Francisco just trying to catch back up. I know Mullins, I mean, he a quarterback that's in the NFL, and he's not a terrible quarterback, but, you know, he's just not the guy. And, you know, San Francisco dealing with all those injuries, still being able to compete. So that lets you know a lot about the coach. But so far as in close games and important games that you have to win, I'm still just iffy about that so far as with uh, Shanahan. So, because, you know, uh, two situations to where he had the lead and blew it. So, I'm just, my opinion uh, is based off of facts, you know what I'm saying, based off of history. So, uh, that that history will back me up with that one. Um, like I was saying, of course, you got a, another game tonight that's going to close out the Week 13 uh, the Cowboys versus the Ravens going to be an interesting one tonight to see. Um, I want to see if uh, I'm pretty check check out the rosters and stuff like that. Try to see who will be in, who won't. Because as you know, the Ravens last week was dealing with a bunch of guys being on that COVID uh, precautions protocol. So I want to see. I'm probably check it out and try to check see who's going to be playing today. So that way I can try to see what type of game this will be. Because I don't want to get my opinion on it until I know who's all playing. Um, Dallas, you know, like I said, in the NFC least right now, uh, because a lot of teams in that conference are struggling other than, you know, it seems like New York and the Washington football team are trying to make their way. So, you know, okay. Uh, can't, can't blame them for that. You know what I'm saying? The, the division is clearly up for the taking for whoever wants to try to take their division over. So, uh, maybe some, some, some interesting things to see in the NFC East. Try to see who try to call their way up out of that uh division right there. So, like I said, real interesting uh in that division. Okay, now, like I was saying, I want to discuss that New York Jets game. Uh, of course, the head coach was fired from that game. Uh, one of the things I believe was the key factor that because of uh if you don't know what a zero blitz is uh they pretty much was doing a zero blitz majority of the game just seeming because they were closing the game and it only came in the time where it seemed like they would be about to take over the game so far as putting themselves in a position to actually win the game so this is one of the things i wanted to talk about so far as trying to debunk these strategies with quarterbacks, this is something that's a pet peeve of mine. I've always had a pet peeve of this thing. I understand that quarterbacks are supposed to be seen as the head of teams, but you know what I'm saying? Defense win championships. I'm a defensive guy, so of course I'm going to say that. But defense win championships, man, you know, I already know if you got a good defense that can put a stop on somebody, uh, resist them from getting points up on the board, then you got a great chance of winning. And that's just my mindset on that. Now, I understand we live in a world that loves to see scores, love to see offense. I understand all that. But that's not, you know what I'm saying, that's not necessarily going to win you that ring. That's not really going to win you that championship. Uh, if you look look back in history, all the teams that have ever won a championship have had a great defense not a mediocre defense but a great defense just go back and look at every team that's won the Super Bowl 
they've had great defense. They've had great defensive players that had played a big part in each one of these Super Bowls. So, you know, just go back and check it out, man. You see that I'm right. So the fact of, and that's why I bring the Jets into this because it's a, it, it's blowing my mind that teams believe that tanking a whole season to get one player is going to change like everything. They're hoping that it's going to change. And then the one player is a quarterback at that. You're only getting a, you're getting a player on your offensive side. I understand the quarterback is supposed to be the head of the team, the face of the team, or whatever you want to call it, but that's not always the case. So the notion that uh, we'll take a whole season, and it's like you got to consider the fans in, at that point. Like uh, That's like giving the fans a big F you and uh, – or, you know what I'm saying? It's like trying to give the fans a confusing mindset. Like, oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and how do you understand that as a fan? <clears throat> how do you grasp the notion of we about to lose every game this season? You know what I'm saying? That sucks for somebody who's paying or who's putting their emotions into it. Because, you know, when you're a fan of a team, you are, you are emotionally, you know what I'm saying, uh, invested in that team. You know what I'm saying? Whether some people want to admit it or not, you know what I'm saying? If your team loses, whether your team loses or wins, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's the fact of you getting the opportunity to brag <clears throat> or, you know what I'm saying, just uh, if you love that team, just having the opportunity to just be, be in a in a well and great mood throughout that day if your team happens to get that win. So it gives you some sort of confidence, you know, because you're emotionally involved with this team. So that's just being a fan, though. So, you know, how could you be happy as a fan or or even a fan of the game just noticing a team just pretty much just botching a whole season? You go and watch uh, each game. Just watch some of these late games from the uh, Jets lately. These Like the past four or five games, they literally had opportunities to win these games and they're literally just finding a way to blow these games from even if it's on offense where they had the lead clearly and, and you know, you ask your quarterback to come out here and throw a deep ball on the first play with you having the lead with only a few minutes left in the game to ensure that he has a turnover and give the team the ball back because you can't just come out there and punt it on first down because then people will really look at you awkward and just know what's going on. But, you know what I'm saying, for the people that know, we know. But at the end of the day, I, I hate it, you know what I'm saying, tanking to get a quarterback, like, you know what I'm saying, and then it's, it's this one quarterback that you're about to draft really going to change the environment. you you really throwing up. It's not. I can't even say a 50-50 chance because, you know what I'm saying, with 50-50, at least you know, you know what I'm saying, on one side you're guaranteed and on the other side, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that you're not. But. With this chance, you know, it's not even 50-50 if you ask me. You, you're going to tank your whole season for one player. Um, is this one player even guaranteed to come in and take over teams? So now if you invested all your time and all your hopes, you know what I'm saying, into this one into this one guy, okay, so you – okay, we'll just go ahead and try to throw some names out there. So Jets taking the whole season for – Whoever gonna be this number one draft pick so far as quarterback, whether it's Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. So you're gonna tank a whole season for one of these guys. One of these guys come to your program, 
would come to your establishment, you know what I'm saying, program. Uh, and now, what if these things don't work out with this guy? You know what I'm saying? This is the, And I'm just trying to think of this from the fan standpoint because now you're going from tanking this season to you already know next season your potential to, to be in a playoff run or anything like that is slim. So now this is a this is literally a two to three year plan that you guys are working with. Even with Burrow, Burrow it seems to be a great talent right now, but then again he's hurt right now. We don't know how he turns turns out after this injury. Uh, but you know what I'm saying we all hope he just picks up where he left off. But even though he was doing great, the Bengals was still a struggling team overall because they still had so many things that they had to work on. And, you know what I'm saying, that's the perfect example of that. And there's so many more examples I can give you to go throughout the years. But, you know what I'm saying, I feel like the information I'm about to give you will back me up. And, you know what I'm saying, the things I'm talking about now back me up just as much as me having to go through the history and tell you about this and this and this and this. So, you know what I'm saying, uh, I'm going to just try to give you the small information I give you right now so that way you can kind of get grasp what I'm trying to give you. So. Uh, like I was saying, uh, the Bengals, perfect example. They still, they season right now. Just look at it. They still struggling to get games. So now the quarterback hurt. So you, like I was saying, you never know how that's going to turn out, but you never know what's going to happen with these teams. So I find it hard to pretty much stop everything that you have hopes for and just allow your team to be terrible. You don't know what kind of morale you're creating in your locker room and stuff like that doing that because that, that pretty much creates tension and stuff like that in your locker room saying that we ain't got enough with what we got. And you know what I'm saying? You just drafted Darnold. So, you know what I'm saying? You pretty much redoing this again. You know what I'm saying? You had that te- you had a bad season when you were attempting to get the one guy you got now. He didn't work out. So now you're in the chase for another guy. You know what I'm saying? Now, this can be something that continues on for the next, who knows how many years. So, you know, it's just a it's a scheme that's been going on for years in the NFL. And I just disagree with it uh, wholeheartedly because I don't believe this one player is going to come change the environment so much that, you know what I'm saying? And within a year, you're just going to be winning or even potentially have Super Bowl hopes. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Mahomes, you know, came in, uh, but Kansas City wasn't tanking uh, seasons to get Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? They, even when Mahomes first got there, and it seems like all the quarterback, all the great quarterbacks that turn out and come in really, you know what I'm saying, don't have that high expectation. They come in, they, they, you know what I'm saying, because they don't have so much high expectation, they have the opportunity to learn the game, you know what I'm saying, really be focused on the, uh, perfecting their craft. So and I think that's that's what really is the difference <clears throat> when it comes to you know saying these quarterbacks because you're putting these you're putting these expectations on these guys you're drafting number one and stuff like that and a lot of these guys if they don't have a strong mindset it's not gonna turn out well for them so that's just one thing I I hate to see every year so I and I think in my opinion I believe that to stop this because you know what I'm saying we're not just gonna throw it out there and not have a solution for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm, I'm a guy who likes to have a solution. So, of course, if I'm going to sit here and talk about it and give my opinion about it, I should have 
my idea on my solutions on what I think should happen. So these are one of my suggestions for it. Okay. If you go if you go I believe the NFL should take notice of the teams that's attempting to do this, trying to get a player. Uh now this is all for the fans' sake. Trying to notice the team that's trying to do this and if you see a team consistently losing games and if they seem like they had the opportunity to win a game and they just find a way to lose it because this past Sunday you could clearly see that the Jets was was like, hey, we just we want to keep them close. We want to be look like it's a shootout, but somehow we still lost. And it was it was difficult for them to lose just off the fact that their team was rolling. And and that's gotta suck for the team. You know what I'm saying? You rolling and y'all guys getting it going and all this and that and you know what I'm saying you never know what your team could have been. So we all know that you moved on from Donald. Your hopes from Donald have been moved on, but and like I, at the end of the day, their favorite saying is is business. So you 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 investing in something that investment didn't work out. Hey, there's business. You know what I'm saying? So you got to say it to those guys too. You know. So for me, I think that once you see a several games going by and it seems like they have potential to win. And they don't now. Of course, it's going to be difficult because you know what I'm saying you're going to have to. It's it's key things that's going to give away the fact that they're trying to lose games. But you know what I'm saying it's all things that, especially if you play play the sport or watch the sport. You know what I'm saying love the sport and you just invested in wanting to know more about it and being in detail and stuff like that. Then you will notice. So uh, I think they should if if four games consistently go by and these teams losing and it's starting to look like they doing certain things here and there to ensure that they lose these games. And I think that the NFL should invest it. And if, and if within four games, they seem like they've been trying to lose four to six games. You notice that I think they should go review the games, check the games out, look over them, uh, try to find key moments in the game or try to find certain plays and stuff like that, that just give these guys away so far as, trying to lose these games and I think if they do that and what well, I say like four to six games if you notice that is a reoccurring formula within this four to six games then blam you automatically say you automatically out for this first round first round pick so you don't you automatically if we notice that you've been attempting to lose games or anything like that then you automatically uh are disqualified from getting that first round pick you know what I'm saying? Even if, and then that goes for people trying to get the second and third pick also. You know what I'm saying? It's unfair to the fans that's, that's you know, paying paying money to come to these games. You know what I'm saying? Right now you're limited on crowds, but still people are fighting in, in, to get to these games. And, you know what I'm saying? Watching these games, whether it's through a sports channel or a sports app, you're still paying, you know what I'm saying, to watch this entertainment. So, from the fan aspect, I think it sucks. So I think the NFL needs to do a little bit more so far as investing themselves into figuring out a plan for this because it's unfair that these teams will sit and come do this and just tank a whole season to get one player who they think would change the whole team around. And that's and just off that standpoint, it's mind-blowing and it's unfair. So, But I just wanted to go through that. Uh, real fit, real fast. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm gonna try to go over some of the top teams right now in 
the divisions, some of the playoff hopefuls, I would say, in some of these divisions. Uh, right now, I'm just going over the top six. You know what I'm saying? Because those would be potentially the teams with the most hope of getting into the playoffs on the NF- NFC. Uh, you got in top six, like I say. You have New Orleans at one, Green Bay at two. Well, I'm going to go with the uh, records real fast. New Orleans at 10 and two. Green Bay at number two at nine and three. The Rams right now, eight and four at number three. Uh, Number four, like I said, the Giants at five wins, five and seven. Seattle at eight and four. Uh, And Tampa Bay at seven and five right now. So those are the teams for the NFC right now. So far as the playoff picture, uh, AFC, you got Pittsburgh 11 and 1. You got number two, Kansas City 11 and 1. Number three, you got Buffalo 9 and 3. Tennessee 8 and 4. Cleveland 9 and 3 at 5. And 6, you got Miami at 8 and 4. Uh, Indiana also, only reason I'm throwing this because Indiana it has the same record as Miami at 8 and 4. So, uh, of course, you know, they probably might be battling that one out. Uh, so far as trying to get that thing right. But we're going to try to see how this Cowboys and Ravens games go today because, you know what I'm saying, they give us a little bit more insight so far as what the Ravens is looking like. Of course, you know, right now, Ravens only 65. Ravens was one of my teams. I had potential to win the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying, as you see, you know what I'm saying, that was just potential. And also that was one of my preseason predictions, so. You know what I'm saying? Of course, when the season starts in mid-season, close to the end, of course, you know what I'm saying? If you are wise so far as when it comes to this football thing, you, you know what I'm saying, you examine, observe, and you know what I'm saying, you change your decision or you continue to keep your decision to, based off how they're doing. So, of course, I've changed my decision at this point so far as my team to win it. Right now, I'm at a standstill with two different teams. So, I'm a... As the weeks close out a little bit more, I'm going to try to watch and see what goes on, try to give you guys my opinion on who I think will would be the potential champs. Of course, it would just be my opinion and be based off of a lot of different aspects. Of course, I go over all the aspects I believe plays a part in my decision so that way you guys are not in the dark. I try to explain and go into detail about as much as I can about everything I try to talk about so that way nobody has lost anything like that. Even if I try to go basic information, you know what I'm saying, for the ladies out there that's paying attention also. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up so far as our sports. A lot of things coming up I still want to talk about in sports. Of course, you know, one of my biggest aspects on the sports podcast is I talk a lot about women's sports. Uh, so uh, I'm going to do a college basketball uh, episode so that way I can really discuss college basketball. You know, one of my favorite teams in college basketball. I got a few favorite teams in college basketball, not like favorite teams that I watch. Of course, Tar Heels is one of the teams, you know, family been heavily invested as a Tar Heel fans for a long time. You know, we got some dookies, but Tar Heels so far is men's side. But uh, when I talk about basketball, I'm trying to, I'm pretty much talking about women's college basketball, which is very, very exciting. Uh, if you have not checked it out, um, you know, number one, South Carolina had recently just lost. Uh, if you didn't, if you haven't, guys, may haven't been t- paying attention. South Carolina earlier this season blew a team out 
uh, by 70 almost, uh, scoring 100 points, allow only allowing the other team to score 38. So, and it ain't the first time they've done that. So they they've done the same thing last year. So you know, Coach uh, Don Staley, just an amazing coach down there. Uh, really a, a athlete's coach. She really gets along with those players really well, and really coaching those girls up to be uh, professionals so far as being dominant on and off the court. So, you know, I do follow their page a lot and, you know what I'm saying, keep up with that team. So, and it's not just them, you know, Notre Dame uh, is another uh, college basketball women's team that's uh, I'm very interested in. Uh, Gonzaga, you got a lot of, you got a lot of women teams out there, man. So I try to encourage people to check these women's sports out, man. It's just, just as exciting as the men's sports. Uh, Especially this college basketball, man, it's it's ridiculous. You got to check these ladies out. Uh, so I'm going to try to give them their moment, try to give them their light. Also, uh, do an episode trying to just discuss uh, women's basketball and some other women's sports also. That's going on at the time. But right now, you know, we're limited with sports just off the fact that we're still dealing with a pandemic. So I will try to discuss that a little bit more like I said earlier in the episode go back to doing another men's college football because you know we got the playoffs and stuff coming up for those guys so you know it's going to be real tricky just so far who's gets in and stuff like that because like I told you guys in another episode a team to watch out for who's still undefeated just beat BYU coast of Carolina so those Chanticleers you know trying to do their thing this season I told people to look out for them uh, right now they're doing their thing. So uh, a lot of teams I've been saying keep an eye out for really, really, really panning out. Panning out. So uh, I'm really happy about that because, you know what I'm saying, it's starting to really make me look good so far as my opinions and, you know what I'm saying, my suggestions of teams and stuff like that. So I ain't going to, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to pat myself on the bizzack for that for a little minute. Uh, but like I was saying, that ends my sports uh, part of the show we're going to do a list uh health wellness and of course with my health wellness how we're still dealing with uh this COVID 19 so and anytime you want any information on that you go to cdc.gov that's the official site for any information you trying to get on this pandemic stuff like that uh lately still uh we're still dealing with this COVID issue you know saying people are still getting affected by it and all that um so like I always say, let's continue to still be precautious about, you know, say how we're handling ourselves in this pandemic. Pandemic. So, washing your hands, continue to wear your face mask and stuff like that because they have, uh, you know, made an announcement about a spike because you know a lot of states and stuff like that are trying to open things back up just as just so far as the business aspect of it. But you know what I'm saying? Since then, you know, it's been a spike so far as in the cases uh so far as people dealing with and stuff like that so we still have to be cautious about what's going on and you know saying being mindful that we're not being a part of the problem and trying to be a part of the solution so far as helping everything um so far as that but one of the major parts of the health wellness we're going to try to focus on today is uh a, a healthy time to work out um i know a lot of people struggle with this but uh, I would say, just from my opinion, especially if you're just getting started and are interested in uh, working out, I would say 30 minutes is a great time. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to uh, 
you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to harp on that a little bit more throughout this week, especially on my page and stuff like that. So if you're not following my page, go check it out. No comp. Uh, tenant on Facebook, on uh, uh, Instagram, it's just no comp. You can type it in. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And it should pop up. But if not, it's no competitions, no competitors. So, you know what I'm saying? If you ever need to look, up, look it up, like, specifically, because if the no comp don't just show you either way it go, uh, you guys can find it that way. But I'm going to try to post some information just throughout the week so far as uh, some good uh, good workout time. Like I say, 30 minutes is a good time. Uh, and if you're real mindful about working out and stuff like that, you definitely know 30 minutes is a good time. So, uh, and, with, and with 30 minutes, you know, you could do a lot of things. You can add cardio in there. Uh, it's all based off of how you see it. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? You can, and within that 30, you can do 10 minutes of, you know, say like a dynamic warm up or something like that, just like some high knees, lunges and stuff like that. And then you can finish it out with 20 minutes of like some repetition things, cardio, just do some things timed or something like that. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, as long as you're being active and getting your body going and stuff like that, that's the real most important part because uh, you need to try to create a healthy, uh, uh, and when I mean create a healthy, I mean, you know what I'm saying, not putting yourself in strenuous situations so far. Uh, I know people try to try to say if they don't eat this or don't eat that at certain times and this and that, you know what I'm saying? I can go in detail about foods and stuff like that uh, so far as with it. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, you want to make sure you're eating a healthy amount so far as for your body. Because, you know what I'm saying, if you don't have the energy and stuff like that to do nothing, then, you know what I'm saying, that pretty much kills the whole point. But, uh, you know what I'm saying, don't try to starve yourself eating throughout the day. But if you're going to eat throughout the day, make sure it's something that your body needs, you know what I'm saying, that your body can use. So that's the most important part. Uh, so uh, that way you're burning it right off. And you're going to be hungry again. So it's important to uh, try to make sure you're snacking. Uh, and like I say, just like with the food, if you're snacking throughout the day, you want to make sure it's something healthy also. So you don't you don't want to just fill yourself with a bunch of junk, you know what I'm saying, and think that uh, it's going to help you out so far because you're not eating full meals and stuff like that throughout the day. But some things, certain things can just be as harmful as helpful. Uh, so I'm going to just mention that. But just so far as the 30 minutes, like I was saying, that's pretty much a perfect time, especially if you're just getting started because I know a lot of people uh, are pressed for time nowadays um well trying to get the environment and society back up started so i know a lot of people are pressed for time right now so 30 minutes is a good time for you to try to do that also if you're pressed for time um that way you're not doing too much so far as working yourself uh, i know a lot of people think that you got to be in the gym for hours and stuff like that you got to do that for that long and trust me you're not doing much if you I mean you're gonna be weighing yourself out and that's pretty much what you're gonna be doing but if it takes that long then you got a lot of things to learn and stuff like that and because I can take trust me I can make 10 minutes seem like an hour so it's all on how you're doing it how you're preparing for it and how you're going into it so you know what I'm saying that can be a perfect amount of time uh, and like I was saying I'm gonna go throughout this week just posting on the pages some different workouts for 30 minutes uh some different workouts you can do in 20 minutes and stuff like that. Some stretches and stuff like that. Uh, just so far as anything that you can apply to your life that can help you uh, 
because it's the small things that people got to remember. It's the small things to help you out, the small things that make a difference. So you just got to be ready to make that change and be consistent with it. So that's one of the most important things, being consistent, be willing to do it every day. And I post a lot about that. So uh, you got to be willing to do it when you're mad, sad, you know what I'm saying, angry, happy, you know what I'm saying, depressed. So if you're willing to do it through all those times, then you most definitely will be successful at it. So uh, I try to uh, encourage people to have that mindset because the mindset is the first thing that you will need uh, going into anything you do. And that's not only just having a healthy lifestyle, you know what I'm saying, and that goes into business that goes into you know what i'm saying relationships so if your mind is not into it if your mind isn't the first thing that's into it then it's going to be a struggle so remember try to invest your yourself so far as anything you want to do and do it fully don't try to just do you know what i'm saying i want to just do it a little bit and just dabble in it see how it goes you know what i'm saying if you want to do it you got to do it you got to put your whole two feet in it and, and just dive into it and go so uh but like I was saying, I'm going to be posting a lot of different things throughout the week so far as 30 minutes and showing you the benefits of how, the, uh, the you know what I'm saying, short time and applying it to your daily life can help you guys out. So it can help you out. And we all know working out helps out with a, a lot of things and it builds that confidence. And that's all this no comp movement is pretty much just trying to give you guys that confidence, trying to create these winners, man. You know what I'm saying? No competition. If you feel like you ain't got no competition, then that's that's a whole mindset of its own, you know, uh, and that's that's really letting us know, you know what I'm saying. Your confidence is on one thousand, so you know what I'm saying. That's really the mindset we're trying to create for everybody and trying to do it in an inexpensive way, so that we can literally get everybody's mind uh, to that level. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. Like always, I want to thank all those who are out there listening and supporting this no competition, no competitors movement. We are trying to bring some big things to the world, reach everyone we can with this health wellness segment. The world has already woken up to a better eating habits. So, you know what I'm saying? We just hope to keep you consistent and keep it inexpensive. So, you know what I'm saying? Like always, and like I always say, you can always catch all my episodes at nocomp.podomatic.com. And again, that's nocomp.podomatic.com dot com uh, and like I said I always try to get my information from different places uh, healthline.com is one of my very favorite place so far as uh, a lot of health tips and stuff like that I go into because it, it covers uh, a lot so far as all aspects of health if you're looking for it healthline.com has it so far it goes from food fruits uh massages just a bunch of different things that your body needs and stuff you can apply to your life to try to start helping you out of course from the sports aspect you know espn pff.com nfl.com so you know the pff pro football focus um so you know it's in a lot of different places i get a lot of information yahoo sports uh, I go a different place, different, a lot of different places, man, to, to get my information. So also a lot of information I get just off watching these sports alone. So like I say, man, you know, each episode is on nocomp.podomatic.com. Um, a lot of episodes about a lot of different things. So, you know, go check those out. Um, my social media pages, like I said, Instagram is nocomp. You just type it in. You should be able to find it. Uh, Facebook, nocomp, tenon, T-I-N-N-I-N. That's on Facebook, but at the end of the day, if you can't find out either one, you just type in that 
full uh full uh you know what I'm saying the brand name that no competition no competitors and you should be able to find it whether it's either platform so and like I say I'm also on a lot of these other uh listening platforms music platforms Spotify uh and stuff like that so these are uh just just a lot of um, uh, Apple Music, so you can find No Comp on a lot of these. So if you type it in on those, also you should be able to find it. So I want once again, I want to thank everybody for listening, and you know, uh, tell your people to tell your people to tell your people about us, so that way they can be listening and get this information on these sports and health wellness also, so that way we can reach all the people we can. We're gonna to try to make this No Comp podcast number one on Podomatic, number one in the world try to get on that joe rogan status you know what i'm saying so i want to appreciate y'all for listening again we out